fired up. Fourth down and goal from the nine. 17 seconds to go. The play clock at three. Shotgun snap. Car throws nice. into traffic. Nice. Interception. Nice. Nice. Jermaine Pratt Woo! has the football. Yeah. Coffin now. Bam, bam, bam. How about that? It ends on a turnover. Joe Burrow takes the snap. He takes a knee. And after 31 years, yeah. the drought is over. <laughs> and guess what? The Joe Burrow era is just beginning. Welcome back. Jeff left. It is okay. a, another episode of Pardon the Punctuation. Apparently we're in shambles, um, as is the entire University of Cincinnati, which we'll get to very shortly. But we thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, real quick, we did want to do a little bit of housekeeping. Uh, we're going to be changing the way that we present our uh, live stream uh, going forward after tonight. Tonight will be the last time that we have simulcast live on the Pardon the Punctuation YouTube channel and on the Bearcat Journal YouTube channel. Uh, going forward, we will just be on the Bearcat Journal YouTube channel, and we will post clips and the entire episodes um, if you want to watch them at your leisure on uh, the Pardon the Punctuation channel. But uh, for now, uh, that is going to end after tonight um, the way that we've been doing it. So if you are watching on the Pardon the Punctuation channel, if you want to switch over to the Bearcat Journal channel, uh, you can do so. Also, Bearcat Journal did want to drop that they are... They forgot to turn off the sale. We are still running the 75% off sale, uh, at least until they turn it back to normal pricing. Uh, so you can hop on there and get Bearcat Journal for a year for roughly about $25 uh, with the Black Friday Cyber Monday sale that they have left on for reasons unbeknownst to us. And uh, get yourself a ton of savings there. Um Gentlemen, um, before we get to the big topic at hand, as we normally do, let's start with saying hi, Steve. Hi, Chelsea, uh, Geoff, John Simpson, and the Make It Home group. Francis, <laughs> Drew, Crib Keeper. What's up? Thanks for uh, being here right off the rip. Drew, welcome to, welcome to the Bearcat Journal family. Um, appreciate that. Hi, Deanna. Um, Goodness, like I feel like a streamer every time. Every time I hear you guys do that, like somebody says they subscribe, I feel like you have a streamer. Like, thanks for the sub. We're literally, literally streaming, so it is. But like what a, we're a gaming, doing. whatever. I mean, you know. it's just without the game. We talk about the games. We don't actually play them. I feel like we should have some sound effect come up, like this big celebration. We do enough. We do enough of the sound effects on this show. So yes, um, yes. Steven loves our sound effects. He hates it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well played, T Win. T Win says, yeah, "Go ahead." T Win says, "Damn, it must be serious with Jeff wearing his tactical gamer glasses, as opposed to his primetime outfit that he had I, the other night." I've got a little bit of a headache, all right, and so I got to have the blue light glasses on. There's so much going on in front of me. Norbeck, you can get the uh, Bearcat Journal logo next to your name if you sign up to be a member of the Bearcat Journal YouTube channel. And uh, we are going to start, uh, we're in the process of planning uh, something for members only. Um, I'm not sure how frequently it's going to be, um, but I know Chad and I have been discussing 
um, <laughs> what we're what we're going to do in regards for the YouTube members uh, to make sure that they are getting something for signing up other than just having the Bearcat Journal logo next to their name. So emotes in there and stuff. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> no, Ed, no more sound effects. <laughs> Steve, Steven loves my sound effects. Well, I think it was funny that at some point last night, uh, Chad was doing something where he was yelling about something and in his yelling or impression or whatever it was that he was doing actually woke up someone's dog, uh, according to the chat. <laughs> but was it? That's Chad. That's yeah. Usually wakes right. up his own dog. So real quick, we're already four minutes into this. Um, how's your how's your week been, fellas? As we always start start there. Uh, it, it's been I the mean, longest week of my life. If it, I think somebody said it best the other day that like this week has been the longest year of their life. Yeah, <laughs> like, I mean the the Maui Invitational seems forever ago. Um, the Tulane I, game seems forever I, ago. I don't even. I, I honestly don't know that I remember anything from the Tulane game at this point. I mean, we wrapped. I don't up, remember anything. The, the Bearcat brunch Sunday morning. Uh, that seems luckily, so long ago. Luckily, we wrapped it up uh, pretty quickly, uh, right on our normal ending time. Because otherwise, we probably would have been there for several more hours. Because uh, it seems like pretty much right after that, uh, our phones all started buzzing with, "Hey, this is a thing that might be going on right now," and it quickly became something that was going on and then sadness uh norbeck um real quick uh i know you're a bearcat journal member on bearcatjournal.com but here on the youtube channel there's an additional membership if you did want to pay for that that's where we're going to be doing something separate for the youtube members only um but again that's uh, something that's evolving it's not anything that we're quite ready to announce or, or launch yet so um we'll be Letting everybody know as, as that comes to be, but it'll be a, a show strictly, uh, one of the live shows strictly for the YouTube members. Um, so it'll be something that we can interact with you in, a, in different ways than, than what we normally do. So, all right. Um, Ed, how's your, <laughs> remember when we had a head coach? That seems forever ago. Uh, Ed, how's your week been? Um, I mean, it was great until Sunday, I guess. I mean, got some. I mean, I had some ham on Thanksgiving because turkey's overrated. And oh yeah, I forgot Thanksgiving was. Yeah, since we, we had did our last yeah, show. Thanksgiving happened too. Jesus. Had some ham. Found a found a new beer that I liked. It's uh pretty good, and you know, and then Sunday happened. I mean, you look like you're feeling good enough to wear that hat. So. Uh, I couldn't find. Too. I couldn't find my red hat, um, but I. I just spotted it over here in the corner, so I'll probably grab that in a minute. Because huh. the hair was apparently up high today for you guys. Again. Oh, but, oh, look at that, Johnny Bravo! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Aaron. How was your week? Um, I don't even want to get into it. I've gone through a gamut of emotions, and I feel like I'm at the anger stage of grief. Um, oh. So <laughs> tonight so should be interesting. I do <laughs> want to throw that out there, John. It was a great week because the U.S is undefeated in the world cup um well didn't they tie at some point it's still undefeated Man. in the world cup <laughs> two ties they two ties yeah they've scored one goal in three games they scored two goals in three games oh. mid i don't know if you saw Pulisic's goal today and then straight no, knee to I, the abdomen but every every time i saw his name i just kept scrolling because i don't care about soccer all right so it's football season 
American football season. That's fine. Could be very a very angry PTP. Oh, it's going to be a very angry PTP night. I have a feeling. I, th- I have a feeling Jeff's going to quit the show night. We'll oh, see. that's not going to happen. I'm not. I'm not a quitter like that. All right. Well, without further ado, let's get into talking about the biggest news of the week. What would that be? Has left the building. He is a we. we uh, not a weasel. A badger. He is a badger. A Wisconsin. Oh, oh. I see what you did there. Not a weasel. Pretty good. He is a badger. Pretty good. Um, where's Chad at? Chad's actually in the lobby. He doesn't always join the show, <laughs> but when he does, uh, you, you know it. Um. So, coach is left. Obviously, he took the deal. Seven point nine million a year. Um, Ed, Jeff, and I have have had a couple of different opportunities to speak on it, but Ed, what what are what are what was what was your initial thoughts when you heard that Coach was taking the job in Wisconsin? Well, my initial thoughts when the tweet first came out was, uh, "What the hell is Amy going to do in Wisconsin?" Um, because I don't think there's anything out there. Um, but then you know things started heating up, and I realized that this was this was going to happen. Uh, my initial thoughts, I mean, I think just like you guys was shocked. Like I like this wasn't the news I was expecting. We still have a pro, we still have a bowl game. He's talked all these years about he how he wants to grow a legacy here. He wants to create a team. Can't do what do you say? He can't do that in just a few years. He just signed a, a contract extension back in February. We're building a freaking indoor practice stadium before. I mean, the Bengals got theirs first, but we committed first. Um, I just didn't. I I was in shock, and then, you know, after Pete Thamel put it out, a couple other people started putting it out. Then you started sending me text messages with shock. So that's I just didn't know. I I was in shock. Why should my beard enter the transfer transfer portal? Only if it takes the hat with him. Oh, you guys don't like the hat? Do I put a different hat on? No, finish what finish your thoughts. I'm sorry. I mean, that was my thoughts. I was just in shock. I I I I actually put I was in so much shock that I actually put like took clothes out, folded clothes out of the laundry basket and put it in the drawers as I was waiting for the news to come out. Like that's how much shock I was in. Like I actually, you know, most people leave it in the laundry basket. I actually put it in the drawers. Well, like you, I, I don't know that any of us actually expected uh, Coach to go when we initially heard that he was taking a job. It was kind of like Nebraska. We all heard yeah. roughly a week and a half ago, I think, even though it feels like a year and a half ago, um, that he was rumored to be a finalist for the Nebraska job. Um, instead, he's off to Madison and going to be a Wisconsin Badger had had to stop myself again. Um, the 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 picture as he is getting off the jet with the family as they're all throwing up W's. Oh God! It's, I, I, Ryan Royer said it last night, but I was also thinking it when that picture came out. He looks so uncomfortable. The only person in that picture who has like a natural smile, I think, is Amy. I think like everybody just an over the top, <laughs> an over the top smile. She it was, did have quite the smile in that picture like like she was home i 
Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Isn't she from Ohio? Yeah. 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 Oh. Um, I don't know. I mean, Jeff, I haven't heard from you uh, voice wise uh, since Sunday night. Um, have you, have you changed your thoughts before we get into what we want to see, what we expect out of the coaching search, all of that. Um, but Wisconsin, like, I, right. I know, man. Yeah. So I think like we've talked about it on here. We've, and we've, uh, luckily, you know, we've had numerous years to kind of talk about it on here with him being the coach that like, you know, Notre Dame and Ohio State. Those were probably, right. those were the two places that kind of, we had had text groups and different people have come in and out of those text groups and it's all been kind of the same thing. Notre Dame, Ohio State, those are the two places that kind of strike a little fear in your heart uh, as a UC fan with Luke Fickle as your head coach. Yeah, I mean, obviously he had opportunities with, you know, West Virginia, with um, Michigan Florida State. State. Uh I think what Florida State maybe like there's some some, some other ones been, in there I mean, and, and there have there's been, been some big program USC um there, there's been some big opportunities Oklahoma that, has been open like there, there have been some big programs that have opened up yes Wisconsin is not a place that I ever thought like I thought that if he ever went back into like went back to the Big Ten it was going to be Ohio State Same. and Wisconsin just kind of you know, caught me off guard hold on a second Oh, we have a little visitor in there. We, he did have a little visitor. That's no. I feel I felt the same. Like when I, I guess that add on to my emotions. I felt that morning. Like I, I felt the same way. Like I felt like the only. I, at first, I thought the rumors aren't true because the only school he's going to go to is Notre Dame or Ohio State. I, I didn't think Wisconsin. Well, so there's there's before we get back to Jeff's point, there's two comments here that I want to address. Uh, to be honest, I feel like Luke felt his stock was never going to be higher, so he took the best available job in the Big Ten. Simple as that. And also, do we wonder if Marcus getting the Notre Dame job maybe sparked a change for more dollars? Uh, I, think, I so. think there's it's kind of a combination of all of those things. I think that last year when he didn't take the opportunity to interview for Notre Dame because he was, oh, I don't know, trying to get a national championship, uh, and Marcus, his protege, gets the job that he had coveted as it was one of two jobs. Uh, yeah, I think that he took a knee-jerk reaction this season, didn't want to miss the boat, because if he goes into the Big 12 with a team that was 9-3 and three in the AAC, is still going to be losing seniors, uh, you end up in potentially a situation where maybe 8-4 and four is your ceiling, maybe you end up somewhere around 6-6 six and six or worse, and all of a sudden, the jobs that were presenting themselves are no longer the jobs that are going to be presenting themselves to a guy who wanted to get it back into the Big Ten. I think his end game is getting to Notre Dame or Ohio State still. I, um, I honestly don't oh, know yeah. that he ever had intentions of going to the Big 12 with UC. Maybe not. I, um, I, I don't know that he – like may, maybe he doesn't feel comfortable in that style of football. Maybe he doesn't feel comfortable in knowing he need to go recruit in other areas more heavily. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe it is what you're saying. His stock's never going to be higher. And that, that's probably true. Um, and say what you want. A 9-3 and three season here is a little bit of a stumble. Sure. A little bit of a stumble. You don't make it back to the AAC championship. So maybe he thought, hey, you know, right well, now I'm when, when he interviewed, though, you were you're right. You, you and were that's not totally that's t totally nine fair and, too. and I want to yeah. get into that as well. Uh, Chad 
touched on it and and spoke eloquently uh his thoughts on 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 that whole situation that Luke came in here and said all of the things kind of like what Ed said I want I'm going to build this into I want to build this into a top 10 program uh not just a top 10 team uh I want I, anything that can be done elsewhere can be done here at UC Yep. everybody buys into it you feel all these good things i'm focused i live under a rock i don't pay attention to any of that stuff none of those things distract me i have things that i'm trying to accomplish here with my team and then you find out that no he wasn't i don't care what you say he wasn't a hundred percent focused here because part of, part of his focus was on taking a job somewhere else because you don't interview somewhere else in the middle of a season if you don't have intentions of taking that job I agree. Maybe 100%. you entertain those things in between uh, when the season's over, you entertain some stuff or maybe you hear some things and you're, you know, you let your agent handle everything, um, but you don't personally involve yourself in it and it not take away some of your focus to what you're trying to do here for the university of Cincinnati. And I think that is the point that kind of chaps a lot of UC fan asses. Well, that's what in the past, that's so what he's done. A he's better way of putting that. In the past, he's always waited to the end of the season to entertain any of those, those offers, any of those interviews, and and well, because he has touted himself as a man who needs to focus on championships and nothing but championships, and then this year, he got away from that. Didn't mention throughout the season that he's building a top ten program. Didn't mention, I mean, he did mention that we we still are playing for championships, but. We didn't hear the top 10 program being beat like a drum this year like we did last year. Um, it just seems like his priorities, his – I don't know. It, he just – he was different this year. And um, Is that hindsight? Like, is that hindsight? Because – I, I think, think it's a knee-jerk reaction because he – missed out on Notre Dame. He missed out on one of his well, no, destination I mean, jobs. Did we notice that during the season that he was kind of, you know, checked out? That he was kind of wasn't, you know, saying the things that he was saying before. Did we notice that during the season or were we just like, oh, he's he said him enough, we don't need to hear him. And and that's I don't know. I don't know. I, I just kept that. I kept looking for like back in my head and watching some past interviews to see if I could see like where it was that he wanted to go before I read Justin's article. It it it's one of those things where like he's so he's been here a while right we're like kind of blessed in the the fact that that he's been here a while he's said the same things and all of the right things for so long um he's turned down jobs so maybe this year it was one of those things where we just kind of figured that was still the path that was still what was gonna what was going on behind you know notre dame's not opening up ohio state's not opening up you know, you can come for our guy, but it doesn't matter. He's not listening to that. He lives under a rock. He doesn't want to pay attention to anything you have to say. When in <laughs> fact, everything had changed and we didn't know it. And so whenever it happened, and for it to happen as quick as it did, I think a lot of people understand the way that coaching searches go and the way that hiring of coaches ha like happen in the NCAA right. now across college football and it doesn't happen in uh like where a tweet comes out right now that says that somebody's being targeted and then they get hired that fast uh. and so i think there was a lot of people who rightfully so started kind of questioning in their in their own heads and on twitter obviously like when did this start how did this happen so fast you know 
is there something else going on in the athletic department at UC that would make him want to run away from it? Like, what's well, going on? Those questions are still out there. I, I've been seeing them on Twitter. Like, is 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 Johnny Cunningham losing, you know, his touch, or is he is he making these guys go away? I guess is is the word I'm looking for. Crypt Keeper brings up a, a, a very good question here, a statement really. Um, with NIL, are we back to the Rick Minner days uh, in no money? Well, I mean, the NIL does change a lot, um, but I don't think we're that far back. I don't. I don't think because 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 we could fix that, right? That's something we could fix. We still we have top talent. It's a it's a we have an indoor practice facility coming. We have people coming to the games. We have people buying season tickets, uh, not just for the basketball season tickets. Like people are still buying them. I think this is just something we could we could fix with you know B Fox is trying to with Rain Cincinnati or Rain Cincy. Since rains. Since rains. Sorry. Um, you know, it's just the NIL is just throwing a wrench into it. I think. Well. Okay, so so they are building a hundred million dollar, you know, plus indoor facility. They're doing all of these things. NIL isn't something based solely at all, actually, in university funds. NIL is something that has to come from boosters and donors and and folks in the community that want to assist in building that out. Right? They have to. They have to be right. willing. They have to be willing to cut the check to a player to endorse whatever they're going to endorse for them or do whatever they're going to do for that particular party for NIL to work. And if there aren't those connections built, and we talked about this almost two years ago on this podcast, Chad and I and Aaron, like all of us, we had we had a very long podcast that was almost entirely dedicated to NIL and it when it was starting and your how fa- important it one was. One of your favorite this, podcasts. It is one of my favorite podcasts because I bring it up a lot. Yeah. It, it was one of those things where like we talked about this university is going to need to make a lot of headway because there's there are, there are other universities out there that are bigger that have been doing it under the table and now they can do it out in the light and their infrastructure of that is already there right and it it wasn't here and, and maybe I, it's I still think, not all the way built out the way it needs to be i think that's one of the frustrations that luke uh, he wasn't quiet about his frustration with NIL, like, and I think that's something he was behind the eight ball on. And, you know, it just, I don't know if that's something that's going to be fixed with him going to Wisconsin or not. Um, But that said, obviously there are some things in place now to try and set up whoever the next coach ends up being here at Cincinnati um, to try and, and get that ball rolling. It's obviously not all the way there yet. I wouldn't say that the NIL currently as it stands for Cincinnati is day one ready for the big 12. But it's definitely, it's definitely light years ahead of where it was six weeks ago, before we had Cincy Reigns. And he brings up basically the same point here: that creating a thriving NIL program is hard to do when your head coach is hesitant to embrace it. Right. And, yeah, and like hard. Aaron said, Luke was not and was openly not about uh, an NIL program being you know this big thing for the university, and unfortunately. It, it is something that's big. We've, we've seen it already with recruits here and in other places oh, yeah. that decommit and or just outright commit to a place, and then there's an NIL contract. Look at Texas A&M. You have guys that are like outright saying, like, yeah, I went there for a year. You know, 
the, the, money. The, the quarterback yeah. at Texas uh, that was Quinn at Ohio Ewers. State. Quinn Ewers. He did the same thing. Um, so you have to try and, and figure out the 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 delicate dance between the two, right? You have to find the kids that are character kids that are not going to do these types of things and figure out the kids that are coming to play with you. That said, I think Luke thought that his coaching merit was enough with a, a smaller amount of NIL, but his, his coaching merit was enough to recruit kids and get them to stay as opposed to, you know, throwing bags, 50,000, hundred thousand, whatever the case may be um, that some of the other kids that were in this recruiting class eventually ended up getting from schools like a Kentucky, an Illinois, um, Michigan, well, that's and that's been my question since the NIL started. Like, who in Cincinnati? What donor in Cincinnati is we throwing around that kind of bag? I mean, besides Jeff Weiler, who can you know throw around a bag in, in a car or two, right here, Ed. Use local big name companies to but, do things like commercials, to do things like brand. Well, we've seen that already. Brand. We saw that with the basketball team last year, right? That, they, wasn't, that, that wasn't it. Simple that truth wasn't with it. Kroger, right? But they got to start was offering. Terrible. They, what's what I'm saying is they have to start offering more to like you know what I mean like they have to start but that's on that's on the university out. that's on the university to sell or okay. or 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 all since right. he reigns to sell to these NIL like, collectives it's, all right it, it, that's fair where it's moving and they need to get the thing is you've got to get those places to buy <laughs> in <laughs> I don't know what you're laughing at over there what <laughs> pure romance pure romance I mean they they're, they're a company whatever. you know if that's the thing, that's the thing. Who There's, cares? I don't care where it comes from. It needs to like. And, could and you see one of the like, players right now? Is, is like my girlfriend loves the Big John Six Thousand. Well, why do you know the name? Hey, um, I, I just made that just up. Saying, I just made did, that up. Did, did that's all right, dude. Right. <laughs> it was a make. It was a made up name. Um, I don't know. I mean, I, I saw a boxer who's doing something with the Big Twelve this weekend. Who he's one of the three names that came up. Um for whatever they're doing in like the pregame show, halftime show, et cetera, for the big 12 championship. Um, I know he's involved in some way, shape or form, this boxer. Uh, but when I clicked on his profile on his uh, Twitter profile is on his trunks, it has only fans. People are, I mean, just, you have to rep what you, what, what's going to pay the bills, right? Well, like, that's fair. Yeah. I understand that. I did not know that the TQ, most of the TQL family went to UC. So yeah, they could throw some background. They got that um, stadium working on right now, but I know, right. Um, so I don't know. There's a, there's obviously some, some large local companies that you can try and tap into, to take advantage of this because there's a lot of headquarters here in Cincinnati. Um, do kids want to do commercials for companies they never heard of, or do they just want money airdropped in their bank account? Well, that's not the way it's supposed to work. Uh, sure. They want money airdropped in their bank account. That said, um, there has to be an exchange from my understanding of some sort of, of good or where from service the, from, from the, uh, like the for example, week. last year, the, the basketball players were posting like little pictures of them eating simple truth, uh, right. chips or something like that. Right. And so that, I mean, they could do that kind of stuff for the money. They don't have to do a, a, a full, you know, made for TV commercial or anything like that. Uh, David Kroger, Kroger's involved with Louisville. Kroger's involved with Kentucky. Kroger's involved in some capacity at Cincinnati. They're they're involved. It's just they've spread themselves out. So I don't know how much they would do in that regard without ruffling the feathers of direct um, competitors for some of these student athletes with Kentucky and Louisville and, and that. Um, so we'd have to see in that regard. To Keith's comment here, wasn't 
Sorry. Uh, wasn't uh, here it is. Wasn't uh, he said uh, like being given a truck to drive around? It wasn't um, Des given a car in Tennessee or something like that. From down in Louisville, there was, down a, Louisville? There was a car. There was a car dealership, but he he did commercials and he did commercials for him. Right, so I'm saying yeah. they have to they have to exchange something. Yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> but nil is a. I mean it that that is a, an important part, and you heard John Cunningham talk about that um, when he was discussing. You know, the the coaching search when he did his his press conference uh chad was there chad live streamed it on his his uh twitter account or i think it was on the bearcat journal twitter account it might have been on chad's I don't, whatever he live streamed i think it. it's his twitter account um uh, and you know john cunningham talked about you know the fact that you know nil is a, a embracing nil understanding it utilizing it properly is something that is uh important for the next head coach, let's get an let's get a PTP nil deal going. Like uh, everybody listening right now, 127 of you, um, donate twelve dollars, and then we can just I don't know where I got twelve dollars from, but and then we can we can. That's not going to be enough. That's not. A, it was a good. It was. A, a I should have thought. Up. I should have thought it through a little bit more. I, I should have put sounded, together a PowerPoint. Sounded, sounded better in your head. Yeah. yeah how I should about, how about if they want to? If people want to help that out, they can go to. At since he reigns and go through the NIL yeah, let's just collective. do that. Yeah, yeah everybody that's, that's a better idea. One twenty, go to since at since he reigns and and donate the money. Well, I, they have different levels. I don't know if you can find that um, picture. Don't I don't know that you necessarily want to show that tweet, being that it's from um, one of our competitors, uh, the one that I saw. But um, level in any case, most mutually advantageous for NIL. Sure, and I, I think that's the same with donors. You don't. I don't think you see your big level donors like your guys who are helping build indoor practice facilities and things like that involved yeah. in the NIL either. I think that's where you see your mid and lower level donors involved is is through NIL. Like that's where they can make a difference and feel like they're part of the yeah. And and that's why collectives team. are important because you can have those guys that can't afford to put their name on a building at the university can afford to donate that money to a collective that then can be put together and say, and obviously we discussed it way back when NIL can be a little more helpful in like say basketball where you can target like two guys and really kind of turn around your program there with like two guys with pretty big NIL deals. And then like maybe the rest of them aren't okay. Is it, what is this? Uh, Ed, if you can read the small print there, Ed, because I don't know that you're going to get it big enough for people to actually be able to read. It says fans of University of Cincinnati now have the opportunity to support student athletes directly by subscribing to Cincy Reigns. Each participant level offers exclusive benefits and, can, and contributions can be designed or designated by a specific sport with funds being allocated equally among the participating teammates. So $50 a year gets you a membership card decal and access to the Twitter community. $150 a year gets you uh, everything on the walk-on that makes you a starter and uh, gives you the exclusive can koozie and a quarterly newsletter and access to the yearly fan fest. $350 a year gets you everything that a starter does. So $350 makes you a captain, gives you um, access to the premium tailgate along with uh, I, I can't even read that. Ed. Signed gear and memorabilia. 
Okay. Uh, the 1200 gets you the all big 12, uh, which is everything as a captain plus uh, autograph poster. Thank you. Uh, and 5130 a year as an all American uh, makes you a team player using the acronym T E A M, which uh, maybe they, maybe they shouldn't use that as that was on the, the vest of yeah, that might have to change the, 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 the previous prior, regime. The previous regime. He's um, now join the, yeah. the ranks of the, the previous regime. Uh, but that gives you everything uh, that the All Big 12 gives you, plus uh, exclusive perks and access. Uh, yes. uh, maybe that's TBD. Uh, if yes, they get TBD. One, of those, one of those 5130s. Um, so that's that's essentially the, the, the levels of the Cincy Reigns. Um, that's that's at this time has, has nothing whatsoever to do with uh, any of this space, Bearcat Journal and all of that. So, right. Uh, so here at Texas A&M is guaranteeing linemen 50,000 in NIL. I mean, what's this turning into at schools who already built the infrastructure? 50,000 is honestly, from everything that I understand, uh, 50,000 is becoming quite the number at many schools when you want to recruit roughly around that high three-star to four-star level and five stars where it starts getting bananas. Um, so I, that does not surprise me at all that a and is guaranteeing 50,000 in NIL. And the other thing is like some, some of those, uh, some of those guys, and we've, we saw it on Twitter. Like some of those guys are, are getting their, uh, getting their initial, you know, one year of NIL somewhere and then uh, hitting the transfer portal and going where they, maybe where they initially wanted to go or whatever, heading somewhere else to get a, another NIL deal. That's maybe more lucrative. Well, and I know one of the deals that Cincinnati had going on here was good grades. They got part of the NIL deal, and, um, and that came directly from the university, actually, um, to my understanding, or, or they, were, they were involved in some way, shape, or form. I, I don't want to actually speak out of turn here, um, as I don't completely know the details. But uh, I know that underclassmen made more than upperclassmen, and as long as they had good grades, they were getting a, a kickback for making good grades. Uh, I don't know what the dollar amount there was, um, but that was that was something that was happening on campus. That said, I guarantee you it was nowhere near $50,000. Probably not at all. Um, there was another one over here that I wanted. To, oh. Michael brings up Dion, and I'm sure we will hit our... It's, uh, it's about that time to get into... Who, who, who your number one... Well, not, not, not just that. I think you want to talk about well, what we want to see out of the next coach as well. That's fair. About damn time. Go ahead, Ed. What, what's your? Uh, you, do you have kind of like what your your thought process is on on who you want as a head coach or what you want to see out of the next head coach? So my initial is is I think the same as Aaron, and I think a lot of people. Um, I think Deion Sanders prime time is a big splash. He, he would, he would be good for recruiting. He understands NIL. Um, yes, he's only been at Jackson state for three years. Um, one of them being a COVID year. Um, but I mean, we need a splash and I think that makes a, I think that makes a big splash. Okay. As I've given this more and more thought, whoever you bring in, if it's not a big name, if it's not Deion Sanders, which right. is the biggest name that's been ballyhooed, um, 
Urban Meyer is another big name who I want nothing to do with. Let me be clear, but would also be a big splash guy. Um, no, let me let me get through this. Those two guys would be able to, with the way that things are trending in regards to the recruiting class going elsewhere and players starting to enter the transfer portal, this roster is going to be makeshift. It's going to be a little bit patchwork comparatively to what we've seen over the last several years and what we've grown accustomed to. Um, if you bring in one of those two guys, they are home run hitters in regards to recruiting and have long track records. Um, at, at least Urban especially has a long track record of winning, obviously with three titles. Uh, Dion's done very well at Jackson State thus far, and I have zero reason to believe that when he enters the D1 ranks that that's going to stop or yeah. slow down. Um so I think they would be very good in putting together a damn good roster immediately. That said, if you bring in a guy that doesn't have a ton of those things, uh, the, the charisma, the recruiting chops, the acumen to, to be able to say, I, I did this in my career and have these wins and these titles, or I've been here as an athlete and can get you where you want to be what could potentially happen is that coach could end up going four and four and eight in the very first season of the big 12 or even six and six. And this, this town is not prepared. Mentally. Base won't have it. They're not prepared for that mentally. So what you could run into is a guy getting run out of town very early on. And now you're looking at similar to what the basketball team has had to do, but on a, different scale obviously football and basketball a little bit different basketball you can fix a little bit faster um, but with football you could end up in a big hole <laughs> michael beer says i just figured it out the next coaching staff is aaron chad jeff big ed rover which i mean I think it means royer brent and dave i think i've gotten everyone so go bearcats i Fair think enough. if you want i think if you want to go Maybe one and twelve. One and whatever. No, we're not getting one. <laughs> I'd be the first coach to try to put myself into the game. Oh, man. I don't know. I'm I'm just worried about uh, even with a guy like Hartline, who's not been at an OC, he's not been a head coach. Um, he's only been not a player for a handful of years. Um, I, I think you run into if he doesn't start off hot, or he doesn't have the block O on his chest when he goes to recruit a kid and instead has a sea paw that you're maybe running into a little bit different of a situation where you're not bringing in five stars, you're not bringing in four stars. And now you're like, Oh shit, what do I do? Um, so I, I think that we have to keep in mind that if we bring in a guy that doesn't have the home run hit of an urban Meyer or of a Deion Sanders, that there's going to be, there's going to be, patchwork and it's not going to be the same as it would be with one of those two we are going to be in the football program is going to be the same situation the basketball program's in right now essentially and we see how impatient people are with the basketball program right now urban has health issues too (laughs) i mean i mean health issues rob brings up a a good point like he says uh how are people on the board okay with urban he'll take the money and, and sit on his ass uh, like I, a Tommy I Tuberville. Think you, I think you kind of run, you do run the risk of, you know, Tommy T 2.0. Uh, but you've got, uh oh, here we go. Hi, boys. Hi, Chad. I hear Hi. we're having a big show tonight. 
Yeah, we've been uh, yeah, one forty. Nice, nice. You put the word prime in the title, and um, (laughs) I, I, I've had you on, but I was gone all day. Um, catching up with Kelly. Kelly, Uh, Kelly had apparently like a list of this many things she needed to tell me tonight. So I've, I've been listening to her more than I've been listening to you. That's fair. This is a fantastic point. Everyone keeps saying Dion would not fit the culture, but if Cunningham doesn't hire a home run, home run hire here, Cunningham very well could be on the hot seat. Oh, this is this is the this is the 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 the, the job defining hire for John Cunningham. He knows that. You think he doesn't know that? It's 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 D E I O N. Cunningham Cunningham came in here, right, and everybody was like, "All right, like, what's he going to be able to do?" Well, he you know he went and got Wes, right? Which I think we all are are still thinking is what was a a good thing. I I, um, I don't know if you remember of, what I just said. And then he went and extended Luke Fickle. I'm talking sure. about the fact. Well, that he had to extend Luke Fickle, like right. Do you fire him on the spot if he didn't extend Luke he, Fickle? He, right, but he he got it done. So he he's gotten through that. Now he is in a point where we've kind of now gotten past a point that like this is not a, and there's never a good time for a coach to leave. We've all talked about that. It is what it is. It just sucks when you're on this end of it, uh, especially when you don't see it coming. Well, uh, it's you're not, not like they, it, you're not always going into a new conference that's bigger and better right. than the conference that's that you were previously. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. isn't. This isn't. This isn't like booting Tuberville and and bringing somebody in to get things the ship corrected in the AAC you are moving into the power five and you need to have power five guys and right now there there are plenty of guys who are talking about either decommitting or reopening their commitment and posting other teams that are are offering them and you you just can't let this all fall apart and throw somebody in at head coach that can't at least fix some of that put some you know the band-aids over the the wounds for a little bit you don't want anybody in over his head correct yeah so it's going to be very interesting and i know we we kind of look but let's let's be honest about something cincinnati is going into year one of the big 12 yeah um we saw i think a very clear somebody mentioned this to me today for the past three years, not counting 2022, Cincinnati was here. The rest of the American was like here, right? At best. We saw that go like this this year. Yeah. There was not a discernible yeah. Yeah. talent advantage. What happens when they go to the Big 12? Even with this entire roster intact. And even with the entire recruit class intact. Yeah. Right. You're going to be playing from a disadvantage in the Big 12 from day one. Oh, yeah. So whoever it is might be a great coach, but you're going to be swimming upstream immediately. But the thing is, is are you going to be swimming upstream and going seven and five? Or are you swimming upstream and going two and ten or three and nine? Because if you're going three and nine – it's a little bit harder to go sit in a kid's house and say, this is the place you need to be. 
than it is if you're like, look, for sure. You know, we just moved sure. in. We just moved in here. You know, new conference. This is the stuff that we're working out. You know, we we have this opening here that we really need to fill, and you fill it perfectly. And day one, you can come in, and we're gonna you know, you're gonna affect the success of this team with your yeah. ability to play football. It's a little harder when you if you get your you know you're the doormat of the league and you turn into UConn or Maryland or Rutgers and that's just what you are now. Are you still because talking about hard, Urban Meyer? It is hard to climb out of that. It's hard. There's a it's lot hard, of Urban Jeff. Meyer. There's a lot Jeff, of Urban. What? It's like traveling to Lubbock. It's hard. Hard. It's hard. I mean, there's a lot of Urban Meyer talk over it's here. Hard. I, think, I think he could still recruit. There are people that say like you know would, would kids want to come play for him? I, I think it has nothing. Aaron Jeff, it has point. nothing to do with kids. It has but, to do with moms. Well, yeah, that, Jeff, that you, Urban Meyer walks into your kid's living room and trying to trying to tell Carrie yep. that he wants he wants your son to come play for him and that he'll treat him right and he'll do everything right and your son's going to get a great education. Teach him how to be a man. Football team. He's going to teach him how to be a man. And then Carrie yep. holds up a quote from a kicker in the NFL that says that he got kicked. By no, no one's by, printing that out. No one's I, I'd print it off. Okay, hold up on the cell phone. All right, you're holding up on the cell phone. A quote from a kicker that said, Urban Meyer kicked me. I told him not to kick me again. He said, I'll do whatever the hell I want. I'm the head coach. You have to you have to make sure your college age daughter is not home at that point, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Also, make sure you have sure to make sure, you to make sure Urban doesn't try to check your mom's oil. <laughs> I don't know. If I mean, that's I, the right, I don't know if that's the right age range for him. Just I don't saying. know how you can recruit after something like that comes out. Depends on how early she had the. Nah, never mind. Ed, 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 you have you have a fan here. Thank Rob, you, Rob. Says I, he would also print it out. It makes it. I think it makes it a little bit more dramatic when you like pull it out from underneath the pillow. It's like, what about this? Urban walks in with three national championships, hundreds off to the NFL, or you could have Coastal Carolina with no accolades. Hey, I don't give hey a shit. Daniel, Daniel, let me tell you something about recruiting. Moms make decisions a lot more than dads. <clears throat> Amy. Uh, we don't. We're not going there, Ed. That's okay. your. That's you on that island. You're. you Yeah. That's. All right. That's fine. I don't. <laughs> I take it back. So. <laughs> really, she, she's gotten people fired is, before, Ed. Like, I take it back. I take it back. I mean, you're you're gonna you're gonna. Yeah. Do you want to go work in in Lubbock? Um, it's hard. It'd be hard. It's hard. Even Kansas was able to climb out of the Big Twelve cellar. It only took a decade. No, it took a century. <laughs> Have you seen their stadium? It took a century. <laughs> I like this one. Prime knows how to talk to moms. Do you think Prime just lifts up his shirt and shows the abs and it's like he doesn't have abs anymore, Ed. Oh, okay. All right. But he's got chains though. I mean chains. P- pivoting the prime because like there there's a Jeez. lot of there are a lot of people. There are it's a lot not of happening. people that are like Be- oh, it's, it's not happening. Dion is not gonna be the head coach of Cincinnati. It's a pipe dream. It is, and we've this message sponsored by the Easton family. (laughs) Okay, Uh, but that's the (laughs) that is the kind of 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 deal. Like that's the kind of guy that you need to bring in here. You've got you have to bring somebody in that can stabilize this and bring back some of the recruits out that are in that have gone into the have decommitted. Some of the recruits have opened their commitment back up. And some of the players that are going into the portal, you're not going to be able to get them all no matter who you, you bring in here. Some of them are already gone, right? They've made, we know how this works. They've made right. contact elsewhere. 
they're already going to go as soon as they hit the portal it might be a day or two they're going to go or they're going to go visit a couple of places and they're done here at, at uc that's going to happen but zach you, wants the, zach wants the sex box to be the next coach <laughs> we haven't got hit by him yet by the way we haven't we've i mean we've been well over yeah. 100 150 this whole time so surprised they haven't shown up yet they're they're running slow today like daniel burke is is not uh not confident <laughs> that uh there it is there, there it is there it is asking you shall receive <laughs> nailed it get out of here what the... i'm working on it Hot photos. Good lord. Jesus. Uh, ask, ask and you shall receive. I'm not gonna lie. At first I thought it was somebody just typing it in there, like being funny, and then I read it. It's all bad. Um but D- Daniel Burke doesn't think that, he, that Cunningham's gonna oh, he's gone. be able to handle this. I don't know. Um obviously I think things things thus far um have been under wraps. We know that like like Chad said the other night, like Monday was going to be totally silent um, as a, that's the day to try to get everything kind of in a row as who, who you want to talk to, how you're going to get them here, get a, a an interview in place um, and here hopefully for the rest of the week because this can't this can't drag out two, three weeks. No, it, it'll be done so, by Sunday. It's got to be. So, you know, Sunday, because maybe Monday, Monday, like maybe Monday at the latest, but it will know I'm I'm 90 percent sure unless something goes terribly wrong and unless something goes terribly wrong, I'm 90 percent sure by Sunday. At some point Sunday, we will either know who the coach is or we will be attending a press conference to introduce the coach, Okay, which means it would be announced like public. It would start getting out on Saturday. But it's but one probably, of those two, and it's probably something. Well, and, and it would have to start getting out then because you're going to have coaches starting to call some of these recruits. Hey, this oh, is the sure. guy. This is sure. what what's going on. You know, it's going to be announced on Monday. You know, get you know, give this guy some time to get a hold of you and and have you know a, a chat with the head coach and see if this is something that you still want to do. If not, you know, see you later. We got to move on and find some other guys to fill these holes. Um, I just, I, I, my, my wants are obviously very similar to what John Cunningham's. I just hope that whoever he brings in, whoever ends up taking this job is someone that has either head coaching experience with success, wherever they're at, or if it's someone that's an assistant somewhere can come in and say, I have this person, this person, and this person, you know, as coordinators and maybe position coaches i'm not as worried about being like big name whatever but like i feel like you've got to be able to come in and say i have this offensive coordinator this defensive coordinator this special teams guy like this is who i'm going to be able to bring in with me they're going to be able to you know help me write this ship uh before it sinks to the bottom of the big 12 never to be heard from again so Aaron, one of the other guys that Aaron has been talking a lot about is Tom Herman. Am I wrong? No. Okay. No. So I did a little no, bit of research I... on him this morning. And did you know that him and his wife belong to a group called Mensa? Sure didn't. No. Okay. Mensa is the largest and oldest high IQ society in the world with more than 57,000 members. 
It is a nonprofit organization open to people who score at the 98th percentile or higher in standardized testing. How do we feel about a guy who's in a high IQ club as a coach? What's what's the opposite of, of the high IQ club? Uh, part of the punctuation. There it is. <laughs> part of the punctuation, I think, is, is, the, uh, is the opposite of the high IQ club. That's funny. What were you going to say about Tom Herman, Chad? I don't know that he's like we talk about. We don't know that Dion is a cultural fit with uh, John Cunningham. I don't know that Tom Herman is a cultural fit with John Cunningham. He is, uh, as someone described him today, uh, a Dana Holgerson disciple <laughs> to a lesser. Like, I, I think he likes his Red Bull and vodka. <laughs> Zero issue with that. Nancy's not I, here I, anymore. I I think I, I think they are. Uh, I don't know that if John interviews uh, Tom Herman, that they will have much in common. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> Seeing a lot of talk about Geno as the next head coach. What are you? I don't think the answer to this uh, to this equation comes from inside. I don't think so either. The only Just, person drunker than Tom Herman celebrating getting the UC job will be me depression drinking. Thank you, Thrifty Walrus. Steven also said that everyone here in this chat is a Mensa member. That's not true. We are in this chat. Chelsea's yeah. here. Chelsea loves Chelsea. Red Bull and vodka. Shots fired. Uh, <laughs> no, that was it. No, that's not what I meant by that. But... <laughs> I meant high IQ, but that's fine. Whatever you guys take it how you want. I mean, I did. I did hit up Chelsea for uh, what Taylor Swift songs I should listen to on Sunday. All to right. get over this, That's it's me. It's me. Ed's the problem. It's it's Ed. Hi. It's Ed. It's me. I'm the problem. It's me. Don't don't. Worry. I only know that because of TikTok. That is all right. Sure. Uh, <laughs> do you guys do you guys have thoughts on on internal candidates? Uh, I personally well, don't think the answer no. comes from an internal candidate. No, it is not Kerry Combs. I think Gino deserves a look. I think, deserves, I think he deserves an interview. I think he deserves serious consideration. Do you the only option you, you would have might already be on his way to to Wisconsin, maybe. Not if he's getting a head coaching position. Well, not if he gets the job, obviously. But like outside if of that, if he doesn't like, get the job, I think there's a pretty pretty solid chance he ends up in Wisconsin. Yeah, why wouldn't yeah. he? I, I mean, there's I no guarantee like, that like the, the next coach is gonna like the next coach is gonna want his guys. Yeah, you know what you don't want to be that outsider. Like it very rarely ever works where you're the especially as a coordinator as a position coach yeah ed you're the crypt keeper loves you ed how's that make you feel great sounds like you should stick around past past <laughs> wonderful also michael what am i lying about probably about listening to taylor swift go ahead uh, you probably that don't. you only heard that song on TikTok. I think is what you're lying. No, about. I, I I want to see I want to see your Spotify at the end of the year. <laughs> I have Spotify. I have I have uh, uh what is this um Apple, Apple Music. Music? Yeah, oh, you made the switch. Huh? Well, Verizon offered me six months for free. God, you're so Look, thrifty. I will I will read to you the top five services that I played. Truly don't care. Top five. So sing. No. All right. 
The, the yep. whole like Gino be, not or not being named interim is a tell. I, I don't know about me? that because I Kerry Combs was here when BK left. So and I, I, just I have like, a little inside info here. Okay. Well, we're always ready for that. I, I think one of the reasons that Kerry stepped up and was named the interim head coach is, and this is something that was relayed from what I've been told from my sources. Uh, there was a large Zoom meeting last night between John Cunningham, Kerry Combs, and the parents of the current players. And one of the things that Kerry relayed to them was, I've been through this many times. And I understand how to navigate the hurt. The like, uh, I thought I was going to have to take Ryan Royer out back last night and shoot him. He was... He was in pieces. He, oh, he, he, was, he did not look. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was not you well. Tell. You could tell. And he's not even on the team anymore. Right. Oh. So Carrie's message was, look, I, I'm here. I stepped up into this. I volunteered for this because I know what this is like. I've seen it. I've been around it. I've experienced it. Like I've lived it firsthand multiple times. And I can help these guys. And I think that was. Like that, it, it, that's why you name an interim coach yeah. so that you can have somebody that, that can provide that. Gino doesn't have that in his, his background and his experience. Like, so I, I think you're. <laughs> oh, tag is. Um, so I think that's family. why. I, I don't I don't know much about no bearcat, but I know I can coach some ball. I got gumbo. I, I know that. Joe Burrow. I know Joe. I Joe lives in Cincinnati, so I think I can do my thing. I heard they got this place called Natty Pine on the Bayou. <laughs> There's another place on. That was, yeah, good. That was pretty good. Yeah. Well, well done. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I can do the low raspy smoker's voice. I've got that like like even even with der the dialects. Not derelicts, but dialects. I, dialects. I, I can. I mean, how how many times would Edward around frequent a uh, Papa Do? No, not a pine on the bayou. Oh, what's that other one down on? Um, Papa Do has gator. What's that other one down on Kellogg? Oh, that one's good too. Uh, Pop, um, uh, shit. I know exactly what you're talking about, but it's it's very good. I've yes. been there multiple times. <laughs> the one that's just it. a little bit. The one that's just it's, a little bit. It's yeah, my mess. It's. It's all the way out, it's, like by near Lunkin. It's out past uh, uh, the barbecue spot. Swamp Water yes. Grill. Swamp, Swamp Water, Water Grill. Yes. Very good. Very good. Thrifty Waller says I'm 95% sure I can convince Including the tail. Well, yeah, you got to include the tail. The tail is like this long, and the bear cat is like this. Can you imagine? Can you imagine him here as as the head coach? Like that was. I'm in. Uh, I'm out on Dion. I'm in on on uh, Coach O. I'm I'm in on Ed Orgeron or Mike Leach. Can we go get Mike Leach? I'm in like, for that too. Look, 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 look. I this is a I I am in the me business, right? Like, and those two right there, and then Dion yeah. like that. That right there is the tops of the like media member like experience. Like Mike Leach talked about his kids not being able to catch the ball, and he was afraid that that was now going to develop athletic people 
in Starkville, Mississippi with very little arms. Like T-Rexes. Like, that, that was his, his post-game speech. They're T-Rexes. We're going to develop T-Rexes. Uh, I love that guy. I, I, like, I've, changed, I've changed all my mind. I want Mike Leach here. Make it happen. Where is John Cunningham out right now? I don't know what a bear is. But I know yeah. Joe. I, I know. Later. I know. I know they got a Joe Burrow stake at the at the Jeff Ruby's. I'll be a Jeff Ruby. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the friendship that would blossom between Jeff Ruby and Coach O? It'd be unprecedented. And Dave Gadouli. <laughs> <laughs> all I know. Players? All I know is the next Bearcats head coach better be willing to hug Chad on the sidelines like Luke did. <laughs> the candidate isn't willing to do that. I hope our AD tells him to I hit agree. the root. Uh, I absolutely except, fucking agree. I don't know why Chad's not in the interview process. That came up on Sunday, though. Um, and some folks <laughs> were saying that that was probably <laughs> the reason Amy wanted to hightail it out of here is because Chad yeah. was getting a little I cut her in line. close. I cut her in line. I got the hug. Chad's calling them on their on their on their beach vacation to do the to do yeah. to do the, the, the thon, the subathon. Then yeah. he's <laughs> he, he cheated on Amy with me and Aaron from their beach vacation. Yeah. That was a that was a, a a good solid show that one. Was. Way to go, Chad! So you're the reason why he left. Look, uh, I'm in the meat business, Ed. I don't <laughs> care. But if you guys uh, want to read all of Chad's stuff and how much he loves the next head coach, you can still subscribe. Possibly, is it still up? It's still up. They haven't taken still it down up. yet. It's still uh, up. And here's here's the other thing: is Hotboard 2.0 went up today. So oh, and that's that's already we're already. It's on fire. Are, it's not hot. It's on fire. 14, we're already at 14 plus pages, uh, 20,000 views, 362 comments on Hotboard 2.0. It's yeah. been up for two hours. And that's, that's at BearcatJournal.com. <laughs> you can head on over there. Apparently, the sale's still going on for 75% off. Go over, join it. Uh, the, it all the information gets posted there. Thrifty Walrus says they are going to call Chad in to give all the candidates a hug test on Thursday. I heard that is why Dion is out. He's a noted handshaker. Thrifty Walrus might be trying to get in on the podcast game here. He might be trying to carve out a show. I'm the ultimate side piece. That's fine with that. I'm fine with that. I just I want to let people know. So we got to cut is, up this, this show. Pardon, this is part of the punctuation. Um, and of all the shows on the BCJ network, <laughs> this one does tend to go off the rails very quickly after we, we, have we all do. All of them um, do. All of them do. All right. So there's good content here, though. So <laughs> politely, like, I'm not going to ask. I'm not going to ask Chad to drop his top three because he won't. I already know that without asking him. Not but, right now. Ed, drop okay. your top three. I, I don't know. I my number one and my only one is Deion Sanders. I like it. Jeff, who's your top three? Well, I'm going to start with Dion because that's just, that is what it is. It makes the most sense. Um, we've talked about it enough the last couple of days that, that that's just where I feel like would be the best and most successful for here. Uh, after that, I, I go to Heartline um, because I think that he, I just think that that's a, a more realistic and one that has the best chance of success because I think he probably has enough connections or can reach out to enough people uh, to fill out his staff and make it a, a strong uh, staff to come in into the Big 12. 
and and after that like i i think that's probably where you you've got to just make that happen <laughs> and if Dion's not happening i'm calling heartline as as the guy well i would go in order um i, I would go Dion as well for all of the same reasons and I'm torn between Heartline or Herman as my two and three, but I don't. I don't want anything to do with Matt Campbell. I don't want anything to do with Matt Campbell. I don't, I don't want, want anything, anything to do with, with Urban Meyer. I don't. I don't want anything to do with a coach at a school that is not AAC or better. Not not uh, P six. They hired Brian Kelly from the MAC, right? I get it, and and they've Urban done Meyer very. Was, was in the they, MAC. The the track record has been fantastic in regards to the guys that they've hired from. I'm just listing. My, I, I would I, just say this. I'm listing my top three. That's all. Of of the Mac guys, I'm very interested in Sean Lewis. Like that Kent State job is a disaster, and he's he runs a super exciting offense. So I I, I think I'm in for an offense guy. I'm like going into the Big Twelve. Sure. Give me a guy that can put points on the board. Um, but. Of the Mac guys that I added to the hot list today, uh, Sean Lewis is at least intriguing to me because of the people I've talked to. And remember, Kent State took Georgia to the wire earlier this year. Kent State yeah. took Georgia to the wire earlier this year. Uh, his record is bad, but they schedule three just bloodbaths every year. It's how they pay for the glass bowl. Right. Um. So I'm at least of I'm just saying of the Mac guys that were added to the board tonight. And if you want to know the rest, 75% off Bearcat Journal right now. I, I just put hot board version 2.0 up tonight. Somebody asked how many did I do for the basketball search? I did five. I asked that. Uh yeah. five hot boards for the basketball search. That one took, um, well, took six days. And uh, but there was you were on the you've you've talked about it enough. You were you were on the 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 right the right track, and then we're thrown I got, off. I got I got derailed, man. Yeah, I West deke you. That's what he, he did. did. He did, and he had no clue he was doing it. He wasn't trying to deke me. No, he did. He not at all. But he did. And it Steven, that, but see, that's the thing that like people need to realize, like in this game of craziness, like things can like be all lining up that this is what's going to happen and then something on the side or something gets turned up in a background check of some sort or something like something isn't going to fit right at the last second like that's why like when you see people on on twitter that are like literally throwing out every single option like with like caveats at the end like i just whatever go to bearcatjournal.com get your subscription and learn all of the informations here's the thing like at this point i've been doing this for 17 years if i don't have good contacts i suck right and and think about this think about the shows that we've had over the past two three four years and all the national names that have joined us and all the like sources like if you think about it i didn't get those people onto the show by accident right like it, it you build relationships, you trust those relationships, and, and you continue them. So I think we've shown 17 years, probably older than that, the chat. 
<laughs> I've been in the media for 25. Twenty-five. I, I don't even know the answer to that because yeah, I Deion Sanders. <laughs> would, yeah, I guess would, yeah. Would, yeah. Would completely, would completely surprise. surprise me. If yeah. we heard so like what we know from from John Cunningham from his last search, the first couple days, a bunch of Zoom calls, a bunch of like phone interviews, a bunch of like vetting and background checks, and then a top three interviews decision. I it, guys tell you who they are, right? Like I was able to nail the timeline yesterday just by going back and looking at like, or at least nail the projected timeline by going back and looking at how the West Miller search played out. Guys just, they, they have a process. I, I know it because I do. And when we really, go through stuff. Like you have a process of like, this is how you operate. This is how you try to, to you know, you streamline it. You try to do things the same way. Now, the, the difference there, though, is they like they kind of knew, I think, right? That, They're not a fan brand- of me, Thrifty Walrus. The UCF Twitter is not, especially especially Nikki. Nikki's yeah, not a fan true. of me. UCF, the Nikki star. UCF Nikki. Yeah, Nick, the Nickster. The Nickster. Not big on Chad. It's okay. But it's I... Going back Sorry. to the like the basketball search though, like they they had to know that they were going to hunt Brandon, right? Like that. that, that yeah, but you still like, you're not you're not calling and vetting, Jeff. You're not. Yeah. And to, while you have a coach, you're not searching for a new coach. You might be building a list. Yeah, a list. You might yeah. be like you know you might be. Can you guys Rob, get it together, Rob? I can relate. I can relate to this, Rob. The voice in my head is also Chad's because I talk to him <laughs> more than I talk to anybody in my entire life. Oh boy! Um, I just real quick want to thank whoever put Allen's Cafe in the uh, in that's the chat. Allen's Cafe is good. Yeah, because I'm looking at their menu and I think I might be checking them out this weekend. Allen's Cafe is good. There's also another spot right over there um, in Mount Lookout that has like uh, uh, like In and Out style burgers. They do the 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 in and out sauce and they're like their version of it. It's very good. Deanna said, I made Chad laugh. My day is made. Current head coach Dave Clawson at Wake, Jeff Trailer at UTSA. If those two aren't there, I say stay home and hire Gino. Those are big offenses. There's no doubt about that. I I just I I I had Clawson on the initial hot board. I took him off tonight. I, I just don't give away I don't know the why secrets, he was Chad. I don't know why he would leave Wake. I took him off, so he's not there anymore. I, I don't know why he would leave Wake. He's a he's a builder, like comes in and like starts from scratch and builds you up. Um, I was very interested in in him when this whole thing started on Sunday, um, but I don't know that he's interested in like doing it again because you know when you when you do that. You're looking at like a five, six, like those builders, it's like a three, four, five year reclamation project. You already built Wake, like you already, you got them. You know, they had a a little bit of a dip this year from what they were last year, but I just don't know that he at his age is looking to like go build something else. The universities still have to grant permission for a school to talk with a coach. They never had to. It was seen as like a courtesy. And um, I don't know if you've noticed how college sports has gone <laughs> recently. Courtesies are 
out, out the, window. the window. Yeah, I mean, when you've got ADs sleeping in cars and changing tail numbers on jets to get around without being seen, uh, Wild. There, there's no courtesy. Uh, uh, the changing tail numbers is one. The other one is the... Is that uh, legal? Well, he's probably just taking different jets. Yeah. Like, they'll schedule one jet. Well, here's the other thing they do, Jeff. This is my favorite. Is they will schedule a flight. Plane. Yep. And then when they get in the air, it changed flight plan. So everybody is looking at, okay, these are the planes that are leaving. Where are they leaving for? These are the planes that are arriving. Where are they arriving from? And then you get in the air and you change flight plan. And that flight is much more difficult to track. You see who's willing to pay 7.9 to keep fickle. What about Mark Stoops? 7.9 is close to the top 10 nationally. We can almost get anyone. Daniel, if they hire Mark Stoops, I'll stab my eyes out live on uh, video. I'm here for it. I mean, I, I think, I think the, I mean, we've already talked about it. Like he was, he didn't, he didn't even give UC. I mean, it, it was done. He was not listening to a counter offer. I think UC pays Luke Fickle seven point nine. I think he they maybe I don't, uh, Jeff, that number. Jeff, I also think it's easy to say we, we were we ready to have, match when, when, when you didn't have, have the option to match. Yeah, uh, but what sure. I'm saying. But it, it's another thing also to say that you're willing to match and like put that out there publicly. Um, and then also like knowing that he didn't even have a chance to do so. But I, I think you go to that number with somebody like Luke Fickle who has been here and has done what he's done here. I don't know that you necessarily go to that number outside Bro, of Mark Stoops. No. no. You want I mean, to, maybe... I, I, for, I, I forgot. I do have something I want to talk about. Okay. Well, we got a lot of um, shows still left, so um, you might, no, this, you might will, have this will be just... this will be this will be quick, Aaron. Um, a, uh, the, Matthew is a new member. Welcome, Matt. Welcome, Matthew. I was at welcome, the um, I was at the the Cunningham presser on Sunday, right? And I was live streaming it, <clears throat> and I was just live streaming it on my phone. I had my uh, I think where you're not. I know where you're going. Camera next to me, and someone was like. Can you do something about the breathing? We can hear you breathing. And I was like, well, the only thing I can do about the breathing is stop. And if I do that, I don't think we're going to have much of a live stream. What, what exactly did they want me to do? Can you do something about the breathing? I'm sitting there with the phone like... Right next to my face. You're in a chair. Got to get one of those pod, the, the tripods like I have. I already had a tripod set up in front of me with my camera. Multiple tripods, man. So this is a this is this is a a concerning question uh, down here. <laughs> uh, are 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 we sure that this job is as highly coveted as we as fans think? And I know you brought up a good point that there there were some disparaging things uh, mentioned by some national media members. Pete Thamel uh, and Dave's boyfriend uh, Stephen Godfrey. That that that's the one. That you know, and a lot of that rolled back to like you know NIL not being up to snuff to being in the Big Twelve and being able to compete in the Big Twelve. Um, it, I guess we'll see when uh, when it comes out. Uh, Maybe who the top three are, um, and maybe who was spoken to during this search. 
I don't know. I know there's been some there's been some talk out there that like, you know, Tom Herman's not interested and, and some of these guys aren't interested. Who knows if any of that's real? I, you you can never truly vet where that's coming from. Um so I get I mean we're gonna have to wait and see. And we'll probably know by Saturday or Sunday how coveted this job is based on, on who they hire and what you know else comes out of the hiring process. I would like to think it is still that it's a, a a more desirable job than it was five years ago, ten years ago. Like uh, you're moving into a into the Big Twelve, uh, you've had some success. You were just in the CFP. Uh, there are not a lot of teams that have made it to the CFP. Correct. So uh, I think that it you know it was shown that it could be done here, and you know some guys that that's pretty attractive. So I, I think that it's still a pretty coveted job. Is it like a jewel in somebody's hat? It's, it's not a top 10 program yet. Yeah. No. We were working on that, but you know, things some happen. People, some people decide that they don't want to be a King. They want to be a Prince and they're okay with that. He didn't want that statue. Congrats. You're not, you're not letting that one go, are you? I'm not. All right. Ed, uh, you watched New Heights this week, right? I listened to it, yeah. All right. Well, you have one minute to give us everything that you got on the. Uh, we don't get just one minute for New Heights, right? You got one, you got one minute, and then we can further discuss. Can we, before you do that, can you explain to all of the people who have never been here for our show before how this show works? What's, what's going, going on? Yeah. Oh, so. Aaron came up with this great idea that when we change subjects, sorry, Steven, when we change subjects, we, we hit the, we hit the bomb. And so, so that's that, not really what I was going with. What I'm trying oh. to say is this show covers UC athletics. Uh, we do cover UC football. We cover UC basketball, baseball, something crazy happens. Like there's some notable things coming out of UC athletics. We cover those things here, but we do also cover, you know, the Bengals. So there'll probably be, there'll be a segment coming up on the Bengals briefly. Um, we try to keep the whole thing under an hour and a half. Bearcats basketball is coming up. Uh, Bengals Reds. Ed tries to talk about FC Cincinnati occasionally. We do know that there are people that enjoy that. Because um, they're red. That joke gets thrown around a lot. Ed now has... Mid! Ed has a new heights minute now, as opposed to his previous... Uh... He also has he also has oh, his he, wrestling minute getting... tonight. He's oh, double dipping tonight. You're getting a wrestling minute. Dude. I stayed up late last night. And this isn't like... This is some crazy wrestling, like. You know. All right, so can I get started on my new heights? Because apparently they're going to give me a people minute. People to know what's coming up. Also, before you get into that, uh, thank you, Nicholas Kaiser, for the donation of five dollars. Hey, um, appreciate you. I feel like the push for Gino by the players is eerily similar to how the Notre Dame roster rallied behind Marcus last year. Mm. Uh, that we'll see. Yeah, apparently that, that happened up at. Apparently that happened up at Wisconsin for Mr. Leonard, and uh, saw that. Not one. sure he has a job at this point. We'll see. All right. Him as a defensive coordinator here. New Heights. I don't know. Did you guys listen uh, to last week's episode of New Heights? I have not listened to a single episode. Of New All right. So they started it out as they normally do, talking about the games and, and whatnot. And they were talking about Jason's game and uh, how, you know, Jason maybe didn't do so great on the line. And it's so a Travis was kind of poking the bear a little bit. And then all of a sudden, you hear Travis go, Jason, are you still there? And apparently, um, what happened was Jay Travis poked the bear so much that Jason dropped off because he got upset. He got super upset 
that he had let his team down. Basically, he he gets a, he gets. Yes, sir. He had a bad snap. He had a bad snap. Yeah. Yeah, and he and literally he got, Travis was poking him, and Jason just and you could hear Travis go, "Hey, hey," and then it reset, and it was the next day. And, and Travis, Jason was, I was Jason, Jason was yeah. like, "I was about to fucking kill you." <laughs> so, so we had we had in. a little uh, I'm back in. We had a little brotherly love show up on the podcast as we did. No, normally there's brotherly love, but we had we showed some brotherly love this week. Um, but one of the cool segments they did was the backyard football turkey bowl draft. Um, so they had to choose five players. Uh, number one had to be a former teammate. Number two had to be an NFL rival. Number three had to be a media member. Number four had to be an athlete in a different sport. And number five had to be a family member. Um, Travis started the out. The family member was the coach, not a player. Yes. Travis started out. And can you guys guess uh, who he chose as his quarterback, a former teammate? No. Zach Calaris. Ooh. Talked about how Zach was tearing it up in the CFL. Unfortunately, lost that, that game. That, But talked about how he was tearing it up in the CFL. Um, and so I thought that was a, a nice little Bearcat shout out tied in, you know, sure. um, let's see his NFL rival. And, you know, what? I'll just throw the graphic up here on the screen so everybody can see it. Um, Travis's pick at quarterback and, t- and former teammate was Zach Calaris, his NFL rival, Derwin James media member. Uh, he chose Tony Gonzalez, um, which I think is a it's double dipping, I feel like, but. Travis's team is going to get its ass kicked. <laughs> yeah, a, a, an athlete, a different sport. He chose he chose Bo Jackson, um, and then his family member. He chose his dad as the coach. Mike uh, Vick and Randy Moss on the same team. Stop. Yeah, well, it'd be Stop. interesting. Stop. So thank you. So Jason, uh, as a former teammate, he chose Mike Vick as an NFL rival. He chose Saquon Barkley. Uh, Randy Moss as a media member. Again, double dipping, but I like how they went with that. Um, number four, his, uh, different athlete from a different sport. He chose Shaq and then his coach, his family member, he chose his mom. Fair enough. It was actually a pretty cool segment. I liked how they did that. Um, then they talked about, you know, their favorite foods and, um, Travis talked about how he, 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 he didn't eat much. He got yelled at by his dad a lot for not eating the food because damn it. I put food on the table. You need to be grateful and thankful. Um, but uh, it was a really good podcast this week. They have Mr. Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he'll be on wins Thursday. I think they're dropping the episode on Thursday. Patrick Mahomes went on right before right before he had a baby. Um, so that's uh, that's my new heights for the week. Good job. All right. Well, on we go as we talk about the Cincinnati Bengals beating the Titans. Bengals were able to stave off the Tennessee Titans with a final score of 20 to 16. Um, this game, this game was interesting. It was, it was fun. We talked about this team needing to get to 10 wins, 11 wins, if possible. Um, had to start here for sure. I think we all picked this one, if I'm not mistaken last week, uh, when we were going through our rest of the season uh, picks and, the Bengals defense was unreal. Absolutely unreal. As they held Derrick Henry 17 carries, 
38 yards for an average of 2.2 per carry. He got shut down again, and he's healthy this time. He was healthy this time. Ryan Tannehill only goes 22-34-291. No touchdowns for that guy. Uh, DJ Reader's impact was felt pretty much immediately. He was uh, knocking down passes at the line, and I I couldn't have been more happy watching this game as a Bengals fan. There was a there was a play where DJ Reader took the center, and I don't know if it was like a pulling guard or who was, took two of them into the backfield, ran them into Henry, who then had to bounce over and it was already filled by Bates and I think Hubbard were right there. And when you can when you see like some of these NFL linemen that move multiple large individuals sure. like at will. Yeah. Like it just the whole game started off with like the attitude because Samaje Piran put uh was it uh I can't remember his first name, Jones, straight in the dirt with a stiff arm on that little swing pass. Yep. It was like the second or third play of the game. Um, and so that was kind of like, you know, this is how this game is going to go. Like, we're going to punch you in the mouth. And if you can't handle it, uh, we're going to walk out of here with the victory. And they did. And obviously they're playing without Jamar Chase. They're playing without Joe Mixon, who had concussion symptoms still from last week. Um, and, and P. Ryan still stepped up. He did. We have, we have a problem. No, we don't. We, no, we don't. Okay. No, we don't. All right. Uh, 17 carries, though, 58 yards for P. Ryan. Uh, four catches, 35 yards for P. Ryan. T. Higgins had a great game. Uh, seven catches, 114 yards, and a touchdown. Joe Burrow only was sacked one time. Uh, 22 to 37 for the day, 270 yards and a touchdown. Offense was was good, clicking. Um, even even again w- without without mentioning P. Ryan, uh, you still had some other guys doing some things. As uh, Williams Williams looked good, I thought. Look, I, I, their their line is gelling. We've talked about how that was going to happen. Like that, that was kind of what we expected to happen. They're still like, you know, just like above like the middle. I think they like their overall ranking. Even if you take out the first like two weeks or three weeks, like I think they're they rank like somewhere in the middle of offensive lines. But that's what that's what we talked about last year. Was like if you just give Joe a line that is competent. Like things can happen, and and look at the fact. Like, here's the thing: you've got people all over Twitter that were like, "Joe Burrow is Jamar Chase." Like, without Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow is nothing. Like, look at the dudes he's throwing to, right? Like, okay, you've got Higgins, who's a number one on any other team, probably. Like, but you're Tyler Boyd's forgotten about at this point. You're throwing, you're throwing passes to to Trenton Irwin, who is making ridiculous catches, and and just, I was. That's another exciting story of somebody like seeing an opportunity and taking it like yeah by mike thomas like see you later um so you've got you've got the ability like you're seeing kind of joe burrow like for who we all know he is he's cooking right now we are seven and two in the last nine games in the second half of the season yet again seven and two in the last nine games uh hayden hurst six catches 57 yards a guy that we've continued to be high on Ed, are you muted? What are you doing? I don't. Yeah, I am muted. Sorry about that. Um, can we talk about Hayden Hurst extended high for? I had I had that queued up for a reason. I'll play it. For, uh, she she offered me to play the dog clip. Dog. Anyways, 
Hayden Hurst extended high for a catch, and I loved it. And I thought that was the greatest uh, Hayden Hurst play of the day until JQ Shipley um, posted the video of Hurst making that hit on the line. Hayden Hurst was a godsend to the Cincinnati Bengals. Well, I think it goes to say, like, I mean, he he came in somewhere and he feels like he's, like, being utilized the way he wanted, like, thought he should be utilized the way that, you know, he's being given the opportunities to, to make plays. And he's also, he very clearly will sacrifice himself into a block and lay people out. It's been... This is going to lighten up. Make sure you don't play sound on this, Ed. I don't have sound play. All right. So this is just JQ pointing it out, and then you'll see. Just lit him up. Just lit him up. I loved it. Fantastic. Um, But, yeah, he's, he's – I don't know. They've been so much fun to watch of late. Um, you hated to see Cam Taylor Britt get that uh, forced fumble. He did get robbed. As, as it was recovered for a touchdown. I, trying to keep up with this forced fumble rule where you can advance it as long as you're not in the late minutes of a game and then yeah. it and it's, can't be advanced. That's the dumbest rule. If it's like, inside the last two minutes, I think it, it goes back to where the fumble occurs. Just make it a universal rule one way or the other. That's stupid. Yeah. Stupid. It's incredibly dumb. That the, the clock deciphers if it's a forward progress fumble or a fumble where the fumble occurred depending on but isn't that the same thing with like if you go out of bounds like in the last two minutes and the clock stops but if you got a bounds, also dumb then it's only then it like restarts and the ball rules rules should be universal period and dot um uh, i don't know i mean obviously you had the penalty that ended the game um which i feel like the they don't come at cal adamitis when his head's down cheap shot as yeah, Beng- I saw that. Yeah. As a Bengals fan, I feel like we're used to being on the receiving end of those types of penalties more so than on the uh, reciprocant of those types of penalties. And I was not mad about that. Um, don't like to win a game necessarily on a penalty like that, but I'm, I'm not going to be upset about it either. Um, I agree, Gilbert, here in the chat. Uh, everyone was mad about not resigning Uzama. Hurst has been a great addition, hasn't missed a beat. Uh, uh, he's, he's gone past. Yeah, what Uzama did, and he's also a good locker room guy. Correct. Speaking of good locker room guys, after the game, Ted Karras had some choice words for <laughs> the entire state of Tennessee. He wanted to make sure everyone in Tennessee knew how much he hated them, <laughs> as he was. Smith. He was. He was. He was basically telling the entire state of Tennessee to fuck right off and go home. <laughs> they won the game. See ya. Um, I. Love that. Give me that. Give every, me more Ted Karras. Every it right into my veins. Yeah. Um, just, yeah. Right up there. I'll, also, just because of how fun that was, I'll give his uh, his shout out to the Cincy hat that he is. Uh, you can find that on Twitter. Um, but but yeah. he is doing a, a, a basically it's a fundraiser for a I believe a like a a home like a the. I'm pulling it up. Uh, I don't wait, know wait. if he got fined. If, if he did, I'm sure. I'm sure that, uh, that all he would have to do is post how much it was, and you know, he'd probably get those donations right to his his charity that he's got. I think it's a nursing home. Um, 
I kept wanting to say funeral home, and I know those things are not the same. Um, the mayor says we'll find out Friday if you get fined. Although, speaking of fines, we did find out that uh, from last week, Ugh. George Pickens was not fined, nor just was... It. They can just do whatever they want there. I, what are we, what are Even we when doing? they're not good, they can just do whatever they want. Don't tell me that you are interested in stopping concussions, NFL, or even trying to to slow them down when you don't offer fines for either the hit on Joe Burrow while he was sliding that was an attempted targeting and the George Pickens hit which was clearly targeting uh on the Tyler Boyd onside kick res- uh recovery so we're quick question so I I looked it up since he had 100% of the proceeds from Cincy Hat sales will go directly to the Village of Mercy uh, as they are, as they provide services, coaching, and independent housing for adults with disabilities. Okay. Um, yeah. So everybody go out there and support that. But we've th- we've done this before as a, as a podcast. Um, nah, I'll throw this to you guys later. Okay. Um, Thrifty Wallers uh, was much more excited for Lyle and Kappa after free agency. Same. Harris has yeah. One of the. I mean, he's he's got the. He is like your traditional, like. He's got the moxie about like, him. Like, I, I don't know what I, I said last week. Like, when he's walking, I think it was when he was walking into the locker room afterwards. Like, he looks like a regular dude that you would just like run into. Whereas, like, some of these other guys are just like, you see him, like, you know, they're like an athlete, but like, for whatever reason, he just strikes me as like this regular dude that would, you know, be fun to go hang out with. And, and, uh, I'd love to drink a beer know. with that guy. Pound some, pound oh, some I'd love to drink a beer with that guy, and I think that's. I... Oh, Rep said 100 percent of Karis's fines will get whatever Ed just said. 100. Oh. Um, the only other thing I want to mention, uh, as it came up in the chat earlier, um, Ed, your your boy John Moxley, gonna be ruler. Yeah. Ruler I was going to mention jungle. that in AEW later, but uh, John Moxley uh, will be ruler of the jungle. I don't think you could pick a more intense guy to be ruler of the jungle. Um, so that, that's, Hey, that's pretty cool. Amelia, Amelia guy. I don't know why you said Amelia guy. Like, because he grew up in Amelia. No, I just, you said it weird. You did. Uh, He's an Amelia guy. I caught what you were saying, but it was a little bit weird. Uh, can I tell you that, uh, next week we play the chiefs. Yep. And they're coming here. Yep. Um, I, I don't know what to expect. I think after it'll be Jason Kelsey, the role of the general. After, after what they just did in Tennessee, and then, like, I mean, because Tennessee was on a roll. And, and after what they just did there, I'm, and Chase is coming back. Chase is coming back. Theoretically, theoretically, I guess. Like, it's unbeneficial, but, like. I think I think Kadarius Tony is still questionable. I know Dudu Smith-Schuster is back. Um, Dudu Smith. That's his name, right? Yeah. yeah, Joe said Karis is the lineman that if you put him on the video board the Cyclones game, he's chugging two beers. Probably oh, two absolutely. beers in two seconds. Yeah, absolutely. Hundred percent. Um, I don't, I don't know what to expect. I know we beat them twice last year. We have had Patrick Mahomes' number. Um, I, I put this right now until things happen. Otherwise, I put this kind of where Cleveland has Joe Burrow's number until they don't. And yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, I know. I think we all. No, I think Aaron, Aaron gave gave this game a dub, and Ed I and I both said 
It was gonna oh, be an L. I forgot um, I have that. Do you, you have it written down? Like yeah, that's in sticky notes. Oh, that's right. It is. Jamar Chase uh, is coming back from the hip injury. Uh, all signs would indicate, um, at least going into this week. We'll see what happens as the week unwinds. Last week was the longest week of everyone's life here in Cincinnati. So we'll we'll see what happens as this week unwinds. But um, I don't know. Uh, it's. I, I think. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully, Joe uh, Mixon is also back. Yeah, I mean, I I think you. I mean, typically you see that like maybe you can if it's probably a pencil bit, him in. Probably like it, it, I I think if he doesn't come back next week, like there's probably like bigger issues. I didn't uh, know this step, but thank you, Geoff. Uh, six and one against the Chiefs the last seven times they played. Like I said earlier, uh, seven and two right now. Five and one in the last six. Seven and two in the last nine. Um, I'm 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 excited. Yeah, the Bengals are trending back. The They're same clicking. They did at the at the end of last year. They're becoming uh, everyone's media darlings right now, though, and I'm yeah, a Dan, little nervous about that. Dan Orlovsky came out like everyone. I like flying be... under the radar. I don't know that yeah. I like. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, but do you really fly under the radar at any point when you are like an NFL team? Period. Uh, well, when you're a team, like you were in the Super Bowl last year, and like yeah. you're not, you're not totally out of the picture like the Rams. Uh well. We'll see, uh, but again, next week got the the Chiefs at I think four 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 twenty five. Yeah, four twenty five. So four thirty. Whatever. Just as a recap, um, we all chose a win against the Titans. Titans. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. Uh, Kansas City. Uh, Jeff and I called it a loss, and Aaron called it a win. All right. And, until so we what, see otherwise. We're yeah. We're saying all Aaron right. could take the lead. Uh, I'm kind of glad. Like this podcast usually goes like an hour and a half as of late. It's a little bit longer than that now. We're going to move into Cincinnati Bearcats basketball, which I think we could probably wrap up fairly Pretty quickly. Quick, but... You can't talk until the sound clip is over. I can do what I want. This is my show. Uh, okay, sorry. Sorry, Urban. <laughs> um, I don't know if either of you caught the presser today. But the biggest thing to come out of the presser was Victor Locken, as he was, he was like a lay and like he well he, 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 he says oh you guys want to talk about Maui puts on his sunglasses puts on his black and red lay puts on his um, the the Bearcat tiki Bearcat uh, Hawaiian logo uh, bucket hat and was ready for questions and that was hilarious. It was pretty funny. I saw pictures come out on Twitter. But Vic talked about how um, he's been working out this year uh, during the season as opposed to last year when he did not during the season. Um, talked about how he needs to improve on his free throw shooting. Um, he, he's just showing a lot of personality that we hadn't seen. Um, said as a Russian, he never expected to play basketball in Hawaii. And that was a surreal uh, experience for him. Um, after he talked, uh, Landers came out and said – um, basically not many college athletes get to play twice in Maui. And, uh, that was uh, kind of exciting for him. He said, uh, he loves those rims. They are super soft. Um, he loved them. He loved them in that first game. And then, uh, Wes basically talked about how he hasn't had a ton of time to practice in between games. And now he's finally afforded that opportunity to be able to get some, um, practice in between games. And, uh, that's, certainly going to benefit this team as they figure out how to try and mask some of their deficiencies, especially with uh, Vic being off the court. Um, he, he talked about how he would love to play him all 40 minutes, 
But when Vic's not on the court, this team is different. And I, I think everyone who's watched um, any amount of – if you've watched one game of these, this Bearcats team this year, I think we all know when Vic's not on the court, rebounding takes a hit. Um, but I don't know. What do you want to see as we play uh, NJIT tomorrow night? It's going to uh, be a huge win. Yeah, like, it's going to be a huge win. 20-plus. I'd like to see – I'd like to see, since we were talking about uh, Vic, I'd like to see him carry on or carry – on with um the the big games he's been having um the real like you know high when well, i don't say high scoring but you know for a center um but he's been having good games he had great games out there in maui i would like to see, i would like to see him do that back here as well i agree um jeff do you have anything to add on to that as uh we all have different expectations uh, along the same line but but i think we all have a little bit different expectations for what we're going to see tomorrow night I mean, like I said, like I don't care how it gets done because it's not. I, I I'm convinced, and I've written it off as it's not going to be pretty at all ever. And we just need to win games, and this one needs to be won by a lot. I want to see more. I want to see more out of Finnessy. I want to yeah. see. I want to see more out of Kalu. Um, I don't know that I want to see more of Kalu, but I want to see more out of Kalu when he has minutes. Um, I would like to see minutes. Start to trend up for Skillings and Reed, um, as that is the future. And I don't know. I mean, I just I want to see just some of these younger guys do their thing, especially against a team um, that should not be any type of competition in NJIT. Um, although Paul McMillan is is coming home, so there is something to be said for that. Although I'm coming home, he, don't coming do that. Home. Uh, under thirty percent from. Uh, both the field and from three. Um, so that's nothing to write home about. See what I, did uh, I see what you did there. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, because that was better than my singing. It was. It was. No one had to endure that for more than a half a second. Oh, man. I meant my joke, not your singing. That was like two seconds. So. All right. I mean, we can we can recap the and then they, who they play Bryant later in the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think Bryant is maybe the out of other than Xavier. I think Bryant is the highest ranked. If I'm not, I'm trying to recall what Brent said last night, um, but I, but I think Bryant was the highest ranked according to Ken Palm of the teams left on our schedule um, out, of, out of conference. Out of conference. Other than other than Xavier, because obviously there's a team in conference that is uh, ranked significantly. Plenty, higher. yeah. <laughs> Number one, get out of here. Houston. Uh, oh, yep. Uh, I'm looking forward to the game tomorrow. Little, we do hit that kind of stuff a little harder normally, but we are over. Like Aaron said, here. Maui was four weeks ago. You ready for the Oh, waiting on you, bud. Lightning round. We're gonna start off the lightning round apparently with Ed's wrestling minute. I messed okay. up. Yeah, you know, that's, that's okay. Here, yeah. here, here we are. So, Ed, the floor is yours. Do your thing. Go. All right. I watched AEW Dynamite uh, Wednesday night. Um, I think this was most, one of the most disappointing episodes 
um, that I've watched. Anyways, started out with William Regal and John Moxley cutting a promo. Uh, Brian Danielson stopped Moxley from destroying Regal. Um, I felt like it was a weird exchange. I didn't know what the hell was going on. Why Brian was talking about his dad and loving Regal. And then basically Moxley just told Regal to leave the AEW. And he just kind of like walked out the front of the ring and left. I thought it was a weird way of announcing that Regal's could take some time off for health issues. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, and so I figured because I only have one minute, I'll only review one match. So I did the Jericho versus uh, Ishii match. Um, I'm completely over Chris Jericho. He just needs to focus on music and hang up the boots. He can't even throw a punch anymore. Ishii is destroying Chris Jericho's chest. Like, his bloody. His chest is gone. Um, there's a guy in the crowd with giant over-the-ear headphones around his neck. Uh, like, he was just walking down the street and said, oh, a wrestling match is going on. I guess I'll hang out here for a few minutes. Um, then I said that Ishii should have won the match, but Tony Khan won't let him. And then, yeah, I was right. He lost, and it was a horrible main event. And your time was about 15 seconds ago, but I figured you I were figured. wrapping it up. I figured. He went with says, it's two-tone beard move now to him having two-tone upper and lower arm. I can't wait until he dies of those. Is anybody going to Red's Fest? I'm going to start the lightning round with that. Is anybody going to Red's Fest? No. No. Why not? I, I Like we said, I'm not giving them money right now. Um, That's yeah, he. He asked where I was going to go, not to Reds not, Fest. Not to Reds not Fest. Fest and, it, and it's a bummer because that was that was, a, that was a thing I enjoyed going to with my dad and my brothers. Like, we would go to Reds Fest. Dad would always try to ask somebody a, a weird question. Um, but, like, shocker. Yeah. Um, you know, collect some autographs, you know, for the for the wall over here. But I'm not into it this year. I, I guess I won't be getting a $10 hat. That wasn't Jeff, that are you Reds going? Wrong button. Wrong button. No, that's fine. And that was extra loud. Sorry about that. Time. Sorry, Steven. All right. Who, who's got the next one here? Um, The U.S. beat Iran today. Did you guys check that out? It was on while I was at work today, yeah. No. Yeah. I know we already talked about it. I didn't know we were going to talk about it before we got into the lightning round. But, you know, it is what it is. So we play um, we play Norway? I think we play Norway. Know, yeah. I play Norway on Saturday. Netherlands. Couldn't care less. Yeah, it is what it is. I guess I'm the only one who's put one in here. Uh, Messi is coming to America, guys. Uh, Messi is apparently going to sign the largest MLS deal with Inner Miami um, to come to America and play soccer in America, which is, I mean, that's pretty exciting. Get one of the one of the greatest to play. Gilbert wants you to know it's called soccer. Uh, and it looks like in the chat they've corrected you. It's Netherlands, not Norway. Yeah. Thank you. Netherlands. Netherlands. My bad. The, the Dutch. They're wearing their wooden shoes. And they're probably... Uh, under they're a windmill. Orange. They're all orange, aren't they? They wear all orange. Um, I do have one real quick for the lightning round, like your thoughts on it. Um, so, like, since the Tua thing happened in the NFL, they've started the, like, medical timeout. You know what I'm referring to? Yes. If somebody somewhere... That they have posted sees something in a player uh, that they deem to be off-putting. Um, they, you know, radio down the officials stop the game, and then that player is escorted off the field and has to go to the medical tent. What are your thoughts on how that could potentially impact a game in like a? I mean, let, let's say you're in a playoff game uh, in a at a critical 
position, critical time in the game, and maybe one of the better players gets pulled off. My thoughts being the game should just stop while they go over and administer whatever, because it's a concussion thing. So administer whatever concussion thing you're going to do and then bring them back out onto the field. I think it's a little bit ridiculous a third party can pull a player off a field and the game continues while that player gets examined in the, in the tent and could have, I mean, let's say, okay, let's say like the Jets are in the playoffs and they yeah. say like, oh, we saw that Sauce Gardner looked like he was wobbling a little bit. And so they bring him off and now you put somebody else out there and the quarterback hits, you know, throws for, uh, a pass for a touchdown. And then the game is, you know, now the Jets are losing. If you're looking for people to be paid off by gamblers. Those are your people. Those are your people. 100%. I just think that that's, I, I think it would have to be more than one person, right? Like it, you have spotters all over. I, I think they keep a dozen spotters or something like that around the stadium for that type of thing. I think it would have to come from more than one person. I mean, I just don't know something. how it works now. I don't know if it's like, I see something, so I like radio to Aaron. I'm like, hey, Aaron, did you did you see that little wobble? I saw a wobble. And Aaron's like, well, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't really looking at that guy. I was looking at a different guy. I just think that if, if they call down and they say like, you know, Joe Burrow has to come off the field because I saw him wobble a little bit. It only, I mean, because generally if they get checked out and they're good to go, it's like one play. But we all know that that could be a, a serious, like a, a, a pretty pivotal moment in a game, potentially. I just think that you know, run him off the field. I mean, the game's already take forever anyway. Run him off the field, put him in the tent, <laughs> check him out. If he's good to go, send him back out. If he's not, he's done. You put somebody else in. Yeah, you got plenty of commercial money coming in anyway. Like, yeah. just go throw ahead and run it. Throw it to commercial. Let, let, take an injury timeout and run it to commercial. Come on back. Can't take that long to do it. Can you follow the pen? Let me see your pupils. Yeah. And do you know what year it is, who the president is? That happened on Monday night. When's your birthday? So, all right, I think that's probably the end of our lightning round, unless Aaron had anything. I'd... No, I just got bum of the week. Right, oh, you have bum of the week. I didn't know you had a bum of the week. All right, let's do it. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. You are a bum. You're a bum. And that's all you'll ever be. A bum. Oh, that hurts, man. My bum of the week is the NFL. The That's NFL. Right. We'll get to this. Uh, my bum of the week is the NFL for just the way that they handled and administered or, or didn't administer the fines against the Pittsburgh Steelers for what happened last week. Uh, it's atrocious, especially if you want to be taken seriously about actually giving a shit about these concussions. Be better, NFL. Be better. Yeah, I agree. I don't think there's anybody else to give you a better bum than that. Cryptkeeper says, "No, you didn't, Ed. You did not just comb your <laughs> your beard out here. Oh, all the time. At least he didn't. At least he didn't pull the bat off the wall today. Yeah, that's true. All right. Uh, I I want to say before Aaron sends us out of here for the evening, um, we appreciate uh, everybody that hung around, everybody that was here. I know the first hour was probably what everybody was really interested in, obviously with the uh, UC uh, football head coaching search going on. Um, Gilbert, you win. You beat me. You just beat me. Bum of the week is Chris McIntosh, AD at Wisconsin. That's fair. Fuck yeah. that guy. Yeah. So, uh, Badgers. Our, our Twitter handles are next to our names. If you guys want to throw a follow that way, if you want to follow the PTP uh, YouTube page, there'll be 
clips and shorts and things like that uh hopefully getting put up there this show is going to get moved full-time over to the bcj uh the bearcat journal youtube page like subscribe to the page if you want to be a member be a member that's fantastic go All to bearcatjournal.com join up 75 percent off i think still going on at least maybe through the end of maybe till midnight who knows, who knows? Get there quick if you want it. Otherwise, I can't be held responsible if you have to pay full price. And with that, that was another episode of Pardon the Punctuation for my co-host, the self-proclaimed best producer in the city, Ed Mayhall, for Jeff Howell, and for Chad Brendel. We are Pardon the Punctuation. We'll see you next week, Tuesday night, 9.15 p.m. See ya! Come on! Ba-dum-bum!